We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Kayla. Welcome to the, would this be a garden, like a peas and carrots? Sure. Or would we, or would we be a section in the grocery store? They probably wouldn't trust us in the grocery store. Well, I like the a grocery store in the vegetable patch. <laughs> <clears throat> so what's up in the world of peas and carrots? Well, we have confiscated all open flame. Okay, here we go. We have to Would start. You like to tell no, on we have to start here, don't we? Simply because I set my beard on fire, we got to start with. We are consti- starting here. No, we. What's the word you use? Confiscated. Almost said constipated. We confiscated. Good grief. Well, we didn't. If we constipated you, I apologize. But we did take all open flame away from you. Get it together. Sorry. Um, so during an all team Zoom mm-hmm. with PAR, it was our vision week, and our vice president of accounting and HR, that she was going through all the perks and benefits you get for working at PAR. So I have this grill lighter in my office that has a very high flame on it. Not anymore, you don't. So so when she was going to be done, I was going to lift up that lighter and say, and say PAR is lit. Oh, you lit all right. When I lifted it up, I brought it too close to my face. And when I did. You're missing some beard hair. I am missing some beard hair. Mm-hmm. And they captured all of this on video. Mm-hmm. And it's on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere. Video lives on forever. Yes, so it does. Yes. And yes. people cried and had fun with it. Cried laughing. from laughing. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I didn't burn myself. I mean, I burnt. It smelled. Okay, let's move on. Why? It smelled. It had this weird smell. Burning hair does. Oh. Yeah. Well, y'all burn y'all's hair all the time with those curling iron. No, we don't have open flame <clears throat> attached. I to have our seen hair. smoke come from your head. From well, that came out wrong. I've seen smoke <laughs> come from those curling irons that you use. Well, that's probably because my hair is not fully dry, but it's not going to combust, so we're okay. It burns it though. Well, kind of, but it's a controlled flame. <laughs> so there we go. So are you saying it's okay to burn your hair if it's a controlled flame? I shouldn't even say the word flame. It's heat. It's controlled Mm. heat. Heat leads to flame. As you learned. Yes. Mm. (laughs) I feel ridiculed right now. I just want to get that out there. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for caring. You're welcome. Over the weekend, we watched the two divisional playoff games. It was fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, we didn't have a dog in the fight. Uh-uh. It was just great football. Uh, the game I'll never forget would be the Bills and the Chiefs. Mm. In the last five minutes, like 25 points were scored. Yeah. And then the Chiefs get the ball with 13 seconds left on the clock. The Bills are on the sideline celebrating like we got this. Mahomes. 13 seconds Yeah, and left. they kick a field goal to win yeah. it. It's ridiculous. Actually, not to correct you, but they tied it up with a field goal, oh, then and they, then went into overtime <clears throat> yes, and very, won it with a with I'm a very sorry. touchdown. With a touchdown, and everybody's all up not in that arms I'm keeping about scoring. No, well, no, you didn't. The yeah. other game was one with a field goal. In your defense, we watched two games back to back. Well, something's so. happened since I burnt some myself. of the best 
football I've ever watched. I'd say seriously. So okay, speaking of football, yes, you do not know this. Okay, breaking news. Uh huh. Sean Payton is leaving the Saints. He has decided to retire. What? She's just now learning this. I just we just learned this as you were walking in the door. No. Yes. Yes. Retiring or going to another team? It says he's stepping away. Oh. So we love, I mean, that's our team. We love him. He carried them <clears> through <throat> a lot. Yes. And he got us yeah. a Super Bowl win. And yeah. So oh. you're about to cry. Yeah, I'm very sad. <laughs> My Saints. So, oh. uh, so <laughs> you sound anyway. like Elmo a little bit over there. <laughs> oh. uh, breaking news. Miss Kayla, Miss Kayla, this is sadder than Sean Payton leaving the Saints. Miss Kayla has lost her taste for chocolate. I have. What is wrong with you? COVID. COVID's what's wrong with me. <laughs> I just, yeah, y'all got to pray. I I can't enjoy chocolate. So I'm hoping that changes. Now, now you are trying. I'm trying, yeah. What is weird is I have found that white chocolate tastes pretty good to me. But other kinds of chocolate, I just know. I've How's tried, that go? Just know. No. I've tried several times. So, yeah. But there you go. The world is out of balance. And you've tried white chocolate. You have tried... Dark chocolate, milk chocolate. I've tried chocolate with filling. Yeah. Right. So there you go. But now, now give me rice pudding right now, and I will eat it until... How about hot chocolate? Have you tried that? Like I you... have, and no. it's okay. But right. yeah. Well, it's, it's a, a very sad day. It's a very sad day. No it's chocolate just, and Sean Payton I still have has my, retired. I still have my taste for fried chicken, so I'm doing okay. All right, then. The five love languages. Why are we talking about this? Well, because it's nearly Valentine. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what are they? And I have I brought them up here. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, a lot of people have an understanding of the five love languages but and this is by dr gary chapman yeah we had been married about i'd say a year and a half and we had the privilege of going to a conference and he was one of the speakers and we were enlightened to this many many years ago did we do lunch um, with him i think we did but everyone has a combination. You have a primary love language and a secondary. Okay. And so why don't you go ahead and share what okay. are the five, just an overview, okay. what are the five love languages? Words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Quality time. Mm -hmm. Physical touch. Acts of service and receiving gifts. Mm -hmm. Those are the five. What What is your primary? Words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? I would. But, no, I would. I okay. would one hundred percent agree with that. <clears throat> what is what is your primary? Acts of service. Yes. I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. What is your secondary? My secondary is I'm trying to remember for sure. Uh quality time. Okay. My secondary would be quality time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's where we overlap. That's where we overlap. Yeah. Um this is really strange. I'm not. I'm not much on people doing stuff for me, acts of service, because I'm going to. 
like especially at work, like I'm, I'm going to have to go redo that. But now for you, that's a big deal. Well, acts of service has different levels to it. So for me, it actually kind of ties in a, if you're going to come alongside me in a project, be helpful. Don't be a hindrance. Um, if you're how going am I to, how am I doing? Well, I'm not that? just referring to you. Oh, but, okay. Um, okay. If you give me a choice between, I'm going to bring you flowers, or I'm going to take out the trash and pick up the family room and, and clean up after myself. A hundred times over, I would say, just take out the trash, and I'm a happy woman. It's it's doing things that make me feel valued in the relationship. It's helping me. It's It's not criticizing me for the way I'm doing something or being counterproductive. Yeah. I love Which is why you... group projects drive <clears throat> me crazy. So, yeah, just saying. Uh, words of affirmation. I love being told that I'm loved. I love being told, like spending time with you. Uh, I like being told that I'm doing a good job. You uh, like hearing thank you, which yeah. everybody likes hearing that. Well, that's good. Uh, words of affirmation. So the words of affirmation are, are big for me. That's that's mm-hmm. my that's that's my love language. Quality time. I like spending time with you. I love spending time with you. Yeah. Um, even if we're just sitting there watching a movie, I like just being in your presence. Mm-hmm. That's a big, hairy. I like creating experiences with you, going play. Well, before COVID, going places and seeing things <laughs> and making memories. And I would often tell uh, uh, the boys that, that that we mentored all throughout college and and seminary and uh, here that a key to a good marriage, in my opinion, is to create memories every single day. Do something that 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 like makes a memory. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's just that's just quality time. Yeah. The thing I love about quality time is it's not always <clears throat> going on fancy dates, although those are nice, but it's even the comfortable silence. It's sitting in the same room reading or being in a car together traveling somewhere. And that doesn't necessarily look like we're talking to each other the entire time. It's being in a space that you feel safe enough with that person that there can be comfortable silence and you can be so happy being in that space just as equally as you would going to Disney or, you know, traveling somewhere worldwide. I don't know. But it's not always this glamorous. Yeah. So, but for some people, we get it. Some people feel loved when they're given things. And it can be meaningful gifts. It doesn't always have to be big gifts. But it can be things that say, hey, I saw this and I thought of you. And then some people, it's, what are some of the others? There's physical touch. Some people need to be hugged. And now, 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 we like to dance. Now, it's not that we don't like these things. Yeah, we they're like just to, not our primary. We'll, no, we will hold hands and sure. dance and that kind of stuff. But it's not like... I got to be constantly touching you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And be honest, unless it's Miss Kayla, I don't like people. To, I just have this 
You're Quirk. so funny about it. Someone can put their hand on your shoulder, oh. and I just see you like tense up. Yes, like, I can't handle. Like, get your hand off of me. <laughs> why are you? Why are you touching me? You know, that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not a fan. I just uh, and and then and then I have friends who actually know this, and they will just. Just to annoy. Oh, me. they'll come up and hug yeah. me, and they'll make the hug last longer than what it should, <laughs> and that's just. Well, oh. I used to do something when we first got married. Whenever I wanted to tell you something, I would say, "Hey, B," and you, I would poke your shoulder, oh. and you finally broke me of that. You said, "You have got to stop doing that." I had a phrase: so. "You don't have to touch, <laughs> to touch me, me to, to talk, talk to me. me." That was my phrase. <laughs> that's still true. Yeah, receiving gifts. I like to receive a gift. I'm going to be, I'll be just use all, I'll just be blunt. But some people don't know what to get me. (laughs) Okay. It's like you get a gift and you're like, oh, and you know, and in the instant I'm all excited and like, this is wonderful. Here's, let me just put this out there. Get me a gift card to Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Mm. Don't roll up here with like, Uncle Junior's third cousin's knife thing that you want to <laughs> that has no meaning for me whatsoever. It just yeah, it's it's a uh, you just just get me a gift card. Now I'll say this: if you're rich and you're listening, I wouldn't mind getting me a copy of the Gettysburg Address that he signed Stop it. that Lincoln signed. I'd be open to that. So here's the thing <clears throat> with me. When people give gifts, I often feel very loved, but I also feel guilty. So it's this weird dichotomy of you spent money on me when you could have spent it on yourself or someone else. And so that is legit my struggle. That's what when someone gifts me something, I instantly feel guilty. Because I cannot believe they spent that money. See, I I on feel like me. do these people really know me? Well, there's that. But you feel guilty. I do. Baby, you're worth all the roses and well, the okay. chocolates okay. and the diamonds. I love you for that. So here's a question: All the sweaters that I, have dogs on them. I do. I have on a cute sweater today that has. a I beagle. didn't say it was cute. It is cute. He's got little. And y'all, she's little, holding her shirt out so she can see it. It's, <laughs> it's got, got this a little knit cap. Dogs don't wear hats. This one does. And he's got boots on. Yes, he does. They're very cute. So, anyway, oh back to we digress. So someone may be sitting there saying, well, this is not helpful to me because I'm not married. I'm not even in a relationship. Here's the thing. All of these, and actually they have put out a second book. So the first book is The Five Love Languages. And then there's a second book that is The Five Love Languages in the Workplace. So let me tie this in for you. In a work setting... Yeah, let me just the say way, this. Don't go around touching people in the no, work let's, setting. No, let's keep it HR appropriate. Okay. So you probably need to take physical touch out of the workspace. But for someone, for example, who really appreciates acts of service, when you're working together on something, find ways to collaborate, not to become competition. That's how it's helpful with acts of service. And also, if you need to give feedback to these people, give it in a way that is helpful and not counterproductive. Don't bring feedback to them in a way that's just going to be criticism instead of 
constructive advice and support. So, and this plays out, I mean, the book is a lot more elaborating as far as, was that even a word? I think it is. But anyway, what what they're trying to say is these all translate into other aspects of your life. And as you get to into know your workplace, members, into your friends, yeah, I know family. certain friends that feel very valued. If I I have one dear friend, I love her so much, and if she's listening to this, she's going to know exactly who I'm talking to. If you want her to feel love, send her some new pens. All the colors in the rainbow. Buy her a pack of pens. Send her pens or cute stationery, and she feels loved. I have another friend who, well, she's actually perhaps next to you, my best friend. She needs to know, she needs to hear from me words of affirmation that she's doing just fine, that she's valued, that she's a cherished daughter of Christ. Those are things that she needs to be reminded of because the voice that she's hearing is not necessarily Mm. telling her those things. Mm. So it can translate. You can leave a a nice note for a team member on their desk that says, great job on that project, or thanks for your help with such and such. And so all of these can play in. But yes, I I would kind of recommend leave the physical touch to your um, <clears throat> marital relationship. Now, if we're at church or something, like before the pandemic, I wouldn't mind shaking a hand. Or, well, sure. Or certain somebody would give you a quick hug. Or, but isn't it funny you even learn certain people that they don't want that? We yes. won't mention any names, but you learn certain at church people who that won't, well. they, don't, they don't, nothing more than a fist bump. Yes. No I got hugs. a buddy at church, nothing but a fist bump. Yeah. You know, and then other people you can tell they're kind of wounded. Then we got another guy at church just wants to give you a bear hug. Yep. You know, like, okay. So again, this let's, is let's what keep this appropriate. Let's keep this an appropriate that. amount of time. But so. this is what relationship looks like. Well, you know, it's getting to know each other. Yeah, that's what lawsuits look like. Too. <laughs> <laughs> just I probably shouldn't say. All right, we're entering year three of a pandemic. As some have called it, the trilogy. Yes. Return of the Jedi. Uh, how have we seen God's faithfulness? We're still here. Yes. That's a big deal. You got sick, but you recovered. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm still here. Yeah. I haven't been sick. Um, God has blessed our marriage. Our... Mm-hmm. Um, we still have our family. Uh, we still have our church. The ministry is doing well. PAR is doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus is still real. Our sins are still forgiven. We've discovered real community here, which has been a blessing. Some friendships have deepened. Yes. Really deepened. Yeah. So, how else have we seen God's faithfulness? Well, in the crazy of COVID, we were able to renovate our home, and that's a space that is just wonderful and safe and comfortable. We have had more quality time together, and I will say this, for some, that's been the, that's been the breaker, not, not a blessing. Um mm. Maybe they saw things or realized things about each other. We didn't. We It just built upon what we already knew. 
So, and we've seen how, I mean, I'm just going to get very personal. We haven't incurred any financial, thankfully, you know, no hurdles as far as receiving our paychecks or God has been very faithful to provide above and beyond for all of our needs. And yeah, like I said, we're still here and our families are are still here. So that's not a guaranteed. And then there are certain verses that speak to us. Like, are there verses that, 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 that you lean on? Sure. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, his faithfulness and his word. I mean, we have seen how there's a verse that I absolutely love and it's Psalm 143 verse 8 and it says let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love for I have put my trust in you. And I just I love the imagery that every day I can trust in him and <coughs> He'll carry me through with probably new mercies and new understanding of him and the world around me. But he'll be right in the in the center of it all. Uh, for me, I left my phone over on the table. Uh, Revelation 7, uh, the scene is set and there are martyrs in heaven and the angels look at one another and they say, who are all these people? Where where where'd they come from? And the angel says, well, these are these have come out of great, great trouble. And it says that they are now in the presence of God. They will no longer thirst. They will no longer be scorched by heat. Uh, they will no longer cry. Every tear is dried. Mm. And, it, and that they're before the face of God forever and ever. It's a reminder to me that heaven's real, mm. that this life is temporary, and that in heaven there's no more pain. Yeah. All this stress is gone. So that's that's it's a verse that I rely on heavily. It's a great verse. Another one? Well, another one for me is Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Oh, from where does my help come? Love that verse. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Mm. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I do know who holds it. And I know that I can look back on some really hard things that he's carried me through. Mm. And his promise is that he will, he will help us. So I just I cling to that, and that's hope for me. Uh, Philippians two is a big deal for me. Uh, I love how the Christian Standard Bible translate this. It says, "Let this same attitude be in you, which was in Christ Jesus." Mm. Uh, that has really convicted me this year, and I've been trying to do better because. When I'm when I'm prone to complain, when I'm prone to stress, when I'm prone to just complain about somebody, I, st- I try to step back and say, "What would Jesus's attitude be about this?" Ooh. Yeah, and that's helped me during the pandemic. Which lends to another thing that's given us <clears throat> hope. As we enter year three, it's a conversation that you and I had just the other night. There are some kind of guardrails that we're putting in place as we go into year three, which is, how do I say this? Complainers are not welcome. We will listen. We will come alongside you. This doesn't mean that we're muting people's struggle, 
or that we no. have no time for. But it's the people who are whining about things. But if you that, complain to get attention. Sure. I will walk with you a little ways, but you got to realize there's some good stuff happening in your life. Uh, there is. I mean, every day, and I know this sounds very cliche, but it's choosing to see something good yes. in everything. Yes. Not every day is a good day. There's that quote, not every day is a good day, but there is something good in every day. Amen. Uh, I do that every day. I try to write down some things that God did that day. Help me to see, like, even if I leave a difficult meeting. I didn't I didn't have a difficult. I've had some difficult meetings today. But out of those meetings, we have seen progress come. Mm. So let me say this. So Brian's mindset is this. I'm going to focus on the progress. I'm not going to complain about the difficulty. Sure. And that's probably a fault of mine because I can oftentimes wear rose-colored glasses. But I'd rather focus, because if I focus on this bad part, on the difficulty, I won't want to get out of bed in the morning. So I look at the progress was, that was made. That gives me fuel to keep going. Sure. Well, you and I are both <clears throat> fixers. We're both people who like to take other people's problems and, that and never, fix them. And that never leads to an argument between us. Never. The problem with that can be if someone is constantly negative oh. and they're constantly bringing us nothing but problems. Help me, Jesus. We're exhausted being around those people because our brain is constantly flipping back and forth between what they are bringing to us and how can we fix this. Yes. And the mind just can't sustain that all the time. No. So there needs to be a balance, I think. Going into year three, how do we all say not everything is good, but something is good. Mm. And yeah, like I said earlier. So, and I'll ask you this: What's a verse that often gives you hope? Yeah, journal it. Yeah, journal. We it. would strongly encourage you to journal it, oh, so. learn it. Yeah. All right. Well, you can subscribe to the Peas and Carrots podcast on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. Or you can contact us, and we love to hear from you at peasandcarrotspodcast.com or on Facebook. Just search for Peas and Carrots Podcast. We put some fun questions in there. We usually, once a week, have some interactive content, yeah. and we really do want to hear your ideas. Come and talk to us. Sure. We'll fix your breakfast. Okay. <laughs> Might be cold by the time it gets there. <laughs> For more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.